Guevara's birthday and whether we should celebrate it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It's episode 190. This is Jeff. Scott, how are you? I'm back. Yes, you are. Andy McCraw. I've celebrated at Urban Outfitters. Hurry, Zachy. And, and I... <laughs> I... I cut off. I got cut off. I detected you as you're introducing Andy. You're slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can cut Zach off at the pass. I wasn't on purpose. Remember that phrase? Like cut you off, off the pass, pass. Kind of, or head him off at the pass. Yeah. Like I feel like nobody does that anymore. That was a Cowboys, and that was a Cowboys thing, wasn't like, it? Growing up, everyone was cut cutting off everyone pass. off at the pass. Mm-hmm. Is there even a pass anymore? I don't know. There's underpasses and overpasses, uh, but I think that literally has to go back there. to the Wild West. I'm gonna cut him off at the pass. I'm yeah. gonna go around and cut him off at the they're pass. Like, when they're like two roads. No, I'm like on a horse. Yeah, they're like like the pass, literally in the mountains. Like cut him off at the pass. Yeah, before you get into the canyon. Yeah, steal his horses. Oh yeah, maybe that's what it's like—a pass through, riveting, short for pass through. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> right. This has been your minute of eighteen hundreds geography. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, listener. Scott, Scott, I missed you, and I'm glad you're back. Oh, thank you. And Scott, where wert thou? Yeah. Okay. Fine. How's your heart? I didn't read the book, so I was like, ah, "I'm gonna bail." I didn't. I didn't read. The I book. didn't read the book. That's uh, that's when you come in. You guys are lame. Come in fresh. Hey, <laughs> Wait hey, a second. To our beloved guest, I read the book, and uh, he was reading the book. I read the he book, and the book. Uh, it was yeah, it was it was good. What's the name it. of the book, Zach? It's Mushrooms and Christ. Mushrooms and the Cross of Christ. I would have to look it up. That's not what oh. it's called. My journey as a pastor. And why ever and mushrooms and why we're, everyone needs to relax is the subtitle. We're leaving out so much context here. This is yeah. like half of a conversation. Previous episode. We're referring to <laughs> yeah. a previous episode one eighty nine. That Scott ditched. That Scott wasn't yeah. here for. It was an interview with an author. Well, hopefully you brought up what I said before in that uh, other episode where we talked a little bit about. Uh, yeah, I did. I did um, bring up that stuff that you talked about in the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff where you're like, "Is it in the Bible, Jeff? It's not true." <laughs> It wasn't there. It's not the book true. is called, and he deserves this. It's called "The Making of a Mystic," and obviously we plugged it when he was here. But uh, making of a mystic. Anyway, yeah. thanks for being there, Scott. Hey, I was I was there. You pulled the ripcord right before spirit. the show, didn't you? You did. Yeah, pretty much. He, he was yeah. afraid of a contact high. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, sin by association. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Zoom has gotten. That's ooh, how you get AIDS. Our drugs. <laughs> Everyone knows that. What are we drinking tonight, boys? Good question. I, this is Amalgamator, I'm is guessing. Is it a good question, Zach? It's a fantastic question. <laughs> fantastic, Jeff. I'm feeling fantastic. I'm 11 right now. Fan- out of five. You're starting to sound like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Sounds like you're saying fantastic. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we going to do now? It's important. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Amalgamator. We've talked about it before. It's a favorite. Amalgamator. I've, Beachwood. Beachwood. Amalgamator. I've got the OC Brewers Guild West Coast IPA. Together gilded. What's the uh like six five? Seven three. With the afro. A B V. Gildy as charged. Seven three. Well, that would be a, you should email him. <laughs> oh yeah. West Guys. Coast at seven three, Zach, our beer uh connoisseur 
Uh, yes. Is seven three? Is a West Coast seven three? Does that? It's in the range. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, you would go like probably six five to maybe even over anything over six. I was thought about West, seven and a half. Okay, I was thinking West Coast IPAs is a a little lighter, never heavy. No way, bro. But seven three is heavy. West Coast would definitely be clear and cleaner, more hop forward. So no um. No, like uh, yeasty residue that create that from a hazy. No hazy IPAs. Hop four. Hazy is- IPAs are New England or East Coast IPAs. Okay, we just call them hazy because we don't want to scare off the West Coast demographic with Ooh. East Coast or New England IPA. Because oh, people out here yeah. hate oh, that Tom Brady, off. Yeah. hate New York, hate Boston, yeah. and for good reason. That's for sure. Yeah, they're all jerks. Yeah. Well, it's tasty and delicious as always, it's except good. for you, Charles. Charles in New Hampshire. <laughs> Beloved listener, and we do, you are not a jerk. And we do have we do have on tap El Segundo Citra Pale Ale, so that'll be later if you hear us popping the cork. Yeah, yeah, popping the cork on that tap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've we've mixed all the better for us. Can't wait to pop the cork of that tap and mix myself of the finest cocktail of pale ale. <laughs> Oh, we'll cross that path when we get there. When we cut you off at the pass. I'm going to go ahead and cut you off at the pass. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good transition. To Scott, I asked you how your heart was. Oh, yeah. And right before we started talking, you, you mentioned that you were a little low last wow. week. Wow, that's a secret. Do you want to um, talk about it? <laughs> Secrets? Good thing we're not live. We're off. Oh, shoot. I forgot. We were going to go. Oh, forget it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Just a... Uh, few days last week i was just feeling down just general poopiness malaise yeah was there a catalyst for it or just a general sometimes it happens type type of thing because i get those um where i can't finger it very well shut up zach's not about you (laughs) um i feel like you have to have a resident depression uh podcast justin blank where are you (laughs) no i well yeah probably like i was i was so we had to do a Friday night Bible study and Friday was coming and I'm like, I need to study. But then I didn't. And then, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, Hey, Friday's coming and I need to study. And I didn't. So I'm like, dude, what is wrong with me? Ooh, and it was Friday the 13th. It was. Yeah. That's not your fault. But then I, I booted and rallied. No, Scott. Is that what they call it? Scott, it's not your fault. Booted? You threw up? Is that what is that what that, is that, uh, yeah. what that is? Okay, I well, I rallied without throwing up. Yeah, sometimes. Um, yeah. I did the equivalent of booting without. You emotionally threw emotionally up. Right. I, yes. Yes. And That's then uh, eb. And then because um, like uh, my 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 crew, shout out to uh, uh, what are their names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> no, we're not. Nah, to uh, you got uh, we got, Tom, Thompson. I'm gonna go in alphabetical order, so no so one. Hot. So sorry, hot. sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go in alphabetical order, so no one gets mad. So we got uh, <laughs> we got Asa, Avery, Kogan, Sydney. Wait, that was not in. What up, wait, Avery? No. Were those yeah. sl- was that slang? Avery, yeah. we miss you, buddy. That was all one person, actually. Yeah, that's <laughs> hyphenated. <laughs> They've got three three dads. Not originally from here. Uh, yeah, but they text me like, oh, yeah, excited for study tonight. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so shoot. Then, so oh, then shoot. I, so then look, so then I immediately. Guilt and shame. I'm like, 
I snap out of whatever our funk I was in. So then I'm thinking, thinking back on the week and I'm like, okay, I felt down these like three days. And then, but then all of a sudden I'm not down anymore. Hmm. So is it like, is it actually like, would you call it depression or would you call it just down or, or maybe it was your seventh what? booster shot for COVID? <laughs> yeah. You said you were in a fog. No, I didn't. I didn't have heart trouble. You said you boosted and rallied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got your. It, it's probably something that feels like depression, but if you could snap out of it that quick, is it actually depression, or are we just like manic depression? Is it semantics? It's no. sem- called a- semantic depression. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> the semantic. Scott, did you have, did you have a Big Mac? I love If you had a Big Mac and a fry, that will throw you into a depression for just about you know five oh, yeah, hours, dude. and then you'll come out of it. I submit that um, depression isn't like an A or B type of thing. There's gradients. Yeah, there's gradients of depression. There's, de- I've been. You know, I I go through this like periodic thing. It's not about me, Andy. I know. Sorry, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> Andy was like chambered, cocked, locked. Up. Like, well, at least it's on topic, so go. He'd ahead. be right. No, no, no. Seriously, I, no, I, I've sorry. never been bedridden, but some people are can't get you. out of bed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you like instantly snapped out of it. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, I've got a purpose for today. Like I I I get to focus on this thing that's outside of myself yeah. that I'm helping people with and. You know, it's unfortunate. It's just really bad theology. Um, but at least it was something that was profitable for you. To <laughs> Wait a second. Is this is this part? Okay, I have a... That's funny. Uh, when you said that, I thought something different, though. I thought you meant the idea of focusing on someone or yeah. something else is bad theology. Yeah. I was like, that's actually good theology. There, there are probably some fundamentalists that might be like, you, you should always be focused on Jesus, so you should never be depressed. Oh, yeah. But obviously, Zach's not a fundamentalist. Okay, fundy. Uh, Puts the Part fun of, and fun even you're not, Scott. <laughs> what you're saying is a little bit um, because we know you. You are, you know, get prepared, taking lots of notes. Per, you know, going in to Bible study and and ready to go. And is it possible that your identity is in like coming through for the Bible for the people that you're leading? And you were not prepared, and it's like I'm not living up to the expectations that I kind of identify. You know, this is who Scott Scooter Holbert is. Uh, I guess that's a possibility. Um, I'm not. I'm not above that. Is that? I'm, I'm not below that. Whichever that thing is. Um, you, you might be about that. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> above <laughs> it, below it, yeah. about, yeah, about it. it. Um, but Into no, because because I could have, I could. Just say, hey, let's hang out tonight instead of sure. study, mm. and they'd, they, I think they'd be okay because sure. we, we've done that a number of times. Uh, well, I just like, but smoke, you've smoke been, a little weed, talk about God. <laughs> but you, but in those instances, you've been prepared to, to speak into whatever it is that you are going to be studying, and this time you were not prepared, and you're like, what, what's going on with myself? Yeah, yeah, like how come. Why did I put it off so long and wait till the last minute? Yeah, which I which I do that about pretty but much I'm everything wondering if in that, life. I'm a procrastinator. 
Ye- well, yes. You don't need to tell your future wife. Let's <laughs> yeah. get around yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you may you may call yourself a procrastinator, but hey, yo. you're, you're not a procrastinator, relatively speaking, when compared to me. And I also want to say that when we went to Mammoth many years ago, you had a yellow like tap uh, a uh, like a paper tablet like you were taking notes on the Bible, you were doing research, you had so many notes on verses across I mean you were doing this all day long across the board just in in so many like okay if like we have this verse and then that refers to this verse and this kind of backs up that verse and you had this whole I thing. hate that verse when it comes to <laughs> procrastinating I, I I I beg to differ you you don't have a procrastinating way you have a pre- you're a prepared person I am curious like y- it wasn't the fact that you weren't preparing for Friday that you were in the funk, I'm going to guess. But it, not, it was it was at least part of it, but there, there's probably more. Yeah, yeah there's probably more. Yeah. And, and oh, are we going fishing? Are we going fishing for what prep pulled what you ails, out of Scott? I, was, oh, I don't know. Well, sometimes it's like only after I come out of a funk where I look back and it's like, oh, it was probably that thing that went unaddressed that I needed to be honest with myself about and deal with. Um, and I wish I was better and maybe I'm very slowly getting better. doesn't feel like it at recognizing at the time, like, yeah. and not like letting that pass and that the seeds of like a mini episode get planted. And then I'm in this angry funk where I, you know, you know, Oh, dad's in a little funk and don't talk to him wrong or he'll, he'll backhand you. <laughs> That's not true. It's not funny, Scott. Why would you laugh at that? It's not not funny. It was a joke, but it's not funny. It's not funny, man. Come on, man. Come on. Scott. I was laughing at something else, not... You weren't listening well, to me? There was nothing else, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have Where to were you? hang Where on this. No, Unless um, you got something else. Um, well, good job on your depression. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's probably something else. I I don't know. Just, I mean, I'm doing like analyzing my life. I'm like, hey, you know, I kind of I'm missing like maybe two things in life right now. Um, uh, one of them, one of those things might be listening right now. Uh, wow. Well, maybe it's the fact that you call thing um, those things a person, person. <laughs> a thing. Okay, maybe that's part the- of it. Scott, like the an mo- object. As you started speaking, I could the I could feel the weight of your uh, soul, the weight of your soul. You guys have fun. Are you saying I'm fat, Jeff? No. <laughs> oh, it's squishy. <laughs> yeah. What was the word for throw up? Like maybe you should be doing that. Booted. More. Maybe you should be booted. More. You, you need to boot your. More. You need to boot your soul. Can you? <laughs> you need to reboot Does, your. I mean, soul. can you catch anorexia? Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> bulimia. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you anyway, There's definitely something Yeah, bulimia. Yeah, wrong. That you're you have a heaviness to you. That's is all all I could say is you started to speak. That's what I would say. That's like what is going on. So uh, I Well, I think went, you've got a great figure, Scott. So don't I don't care what <laughs> Jeff says. He said yeah. you got a heaviness. Healthy at any size. <laughs> Healthy any size. You got a, you got something really heavy weighing you down. <laughs> I didn't say you are heavy. It's your fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. We're at a large rowboats. 
When you experience the dark night of the fat ass soul. Uh, yeah, can you go on a spiritual diet? Yeah. Oh, I've been doing it for years. <laughs> That's a fast. Wait a second. Did Scott just say that he is going to uh, pass the torch to somebody else to be the Bible gatekeeper for uh, however long? Yeah, is it biblical to? Uh, Dude, I mentally passed on so many jokes just now. I bet you did. So many. I flew through 20 that I'm like, nope, 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 nope. It could have been great. We were on a roll for a second there. Yeah. You're safe. All the other ones that came to mind were not safe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good times, guys. Good times. Well, that uh, was a good, that was therapeutic. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a good laugh. I'm glad uh, we solved it for you. Well, and then, then even the next day I went, I went for a little hike. Like I was like pumped up, you know? Oh yeah. And I, that hasn't happened in years. Nice. The hike. I'm remembering a time when we talked about going on a hike and, uh, something about a uh, cougar in the bush. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing that you got to watch out for. Uh, there was just a sighting uh, in Laguna Beach uh, the other, last week. There's Google in the bush. <laughs> it, there was actually, there was actually, <laughs> Andy is tickled with himself. But we did, we did talk about did, this. It was funny. It was an actual cougar in an actual bush. <laughs> Gosh. And there was actually a mountain lion sighting in Laguna Beach last week. You know, Scott, we hope this has brought you out of your depression. <laughs> this might, you know, this did, might just... Did you know cougar, mountain lion, and puma are all the same thing? I know. I feel betrayed. I did not know that. No, I have ratings for each... stupid. I have ratings for each one. They're all the same. But maybe it's the environments that they're in. No. I, I thought. I looked for differences, and it's like, no. So they just, you can call them whatever you want to. How close did you look? Like Wikipedia deep. Oh. Well, that's so if wrong. you like, you reported, like, I saw a puma. They're like, well, puma, they live in we Africa. We are so far off the We're rails. pumas. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even possible. Everybody just yeah. hold on. Just well, hold now, on. Now that we did solve Scott's depression, um, if you guys don't mind, I have the answer to why Amer- why white people can't dance. Oh. oh, I think we're on key there. <clears throat> I'm I'm listening. Now, this is an excerpt. I'm I'm robbing a little bit from my "What Are You Consuming?" I'm slowly working my way through a renegade history of the United States by Thaddeus Russell. He is a uh, somewhat controversial historian. How many books are I don't you like listening to, to and That's reading why. these days, Zach? Yeah, because you're not good at it. Probably, probably like seven. <laughs> I'm like a breadstick. Yeah, stiff. Slowly making my way through it. It's actually, a, I, I got this from the library, guys. No. Oh, it's a uh, throwback, and they keep re-upping it because nobody wants this book. How cute. Um, now, this this book is basically about all the things that you don't learn in high school history. Um, it, at least the beginning part that I've gone through, it focuses a lot on like the freedoms that a lot of us enjoy, and especially freedoms women have, like the right to own property, get a job, basically go outside of the house and do what they want. Uh, can par- uh, much of the thanks they should uh, they owe for, for those freedoms is to some of the worst people throughout history that at the time would have mm-hmm. like 
people who uh, did uh, prostitution, madams, uh, brothel <clears throat> owners, and such, um, pushing the envelope, as it were. But that's not what I'm going to read. This is a little excerpt. It's a quote from a Puritan You writer. can use your body to get property. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, this is about dancing and how America always hated dancing. And since America was founded by, let's just say, mostly white people. Non-dancers. Oh. Uh, yes. Not non-dance. Yeah. Now, Same. I don't expect to talk Redundant. about this beyond the quote, but it, it made me laugh a little bit, and I had fun reading it for like my kids and wife. Puma versus Mount Vine. <laughs> yeah. White person versus non-dancer. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's on Wikipedia, too. Yeah. If you look for it. Um, in, in formal definitions, America has always been a rhythmless nation and good Americans have never been able to dance. Indeed, one of the first accomplishments of the original settlers from Europe was to stop themselves from dancing. The Puritan pilgrimage left England in large part because it was full of people who used their bodies for pleasure. Next, only to fornication, the most sinful use of one's body was to move in sensual and playful ways. In 1583... The Puritan writer Philip Stubbs had this to say about dancing. Anybody want to read this in an old timey voice? I think you got this one. Okay. If you. <laughs> this is like old English. If you would have your son's soft, womanish, unclean, smooth mouth affected to baudry, scurrility, smooth mouth, filthy rhymes, and unseemly talking. Briefly, if you would have him, as it were, transnatured into a woman or worse, and inclined to all kinds of whoredom and abomination, set him to dancing school and to learn music, and then you shall not not fail of your purpose. And if you would have your daughter, ruggish, bawdry, and unclean, and a filthy speaker and such like, bring her up in music and dancing, and my life for yours, you have won the goal. <laughs> did you say whoredom? I yeah. did. Baudry, I like that. That's nice. Mm. So All that's right. interesting. So it's like the dudes, the dudes that wanted to take up rhythm, music, or music and dancing. They, he said that they were trying to like become women, or you know, that's like the trans nature. Being, they're trying to be like women. But then he's complaining about the women that are doing rhythm and dancing. And not only that, learning music. It's not special, though. That's like, that happened. uh, Mozart. Mozart was like the most punk rock guy of his age. And so there's been versions of this. In fact, I believe in the British Empire, there was was an illegal... Uh, there was an illegal musical progression. You were legally not allowed to play this type of progression. Oh. And it's like the um, uh, the best example that most people would know There's is a lot of minors from, in it. No, it's from the uh, the Simpsons. Um, yeah, like there's there's some little transitions in there that would have been illegal back in the UK days. Yeah. Um, now I don't know. D- does he? If you want to look up, you don't have to, but I probably like won't. what year that quote was. Because like Bach writes, uh, or ha- no, Handel, Handel's uh, Messiah. the Messiah. Like, are they a, are they going to be opposed? 1583. Okay, so he Handel probably writ, writ, he probably written, he probably, he probably written that Messiah after 1583. 
Um, but yes, yeah, like it, I don't know. But it's, in, it's it the bring, dancing that they don't. It like. does bring up a thing, and I assure you, he's definitely not taught. Like if you watch, uh, what's the uh, the 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 WAP song? You oh, know, good grief. or dude, that was the number one song in America. I got no. a funny story about that. If we want about, if we want to circle back after, go ahead. No, but but. Um, who's the artist? Megan The Stallion and uh, Cardi B. Yeah. Um, they that dance, the way they're dancing, I understand, is off-putting to a lot of people today, even people that aren't Puritans. Uh, but I guarantee you, he's talking about probably very innocent dancing of just man and woman dancing together yeah. and, and having fun and maybe engaging in a little uh, licentiousness. But uh, it's it's it brings up an interesting thought experiment on what are the things now that some of us on on the fringes are so worried about being the downfall of society like that guy was seriously concerned like society's going to end this is the destruction of of uh humanity well it was the beginning i saw the beginning of the through end. my monocle her hips moving away <laughs> well, <it's- laughs> that was unbecoming towards I did not like the feeling below my belt. <laughs> they always make the uh, the point of showing the... There uh, was lust in her thrust. The supervisor of the dance, like, oh, no, the, the hands are on the hips, and the hands are on the shoulders, and we don't come any closer than that. Keep the arms straight. Save some room for the Holy Spirit. Hell yeah, bro. Anyway, just watch Footloose. You'll now, know what we're talking about. We all have our versions of that. Things we're afraid of now that... Are- that might be bad long term, or most likely there's an adjustment period and the pendulum swings a little bit back and it's not the end of the world. So that was kind of fun. And well, with that, yeah, unless that you was, just keep that going. That was body moving by, uh, <clears throat> by the Beastie Boys. Um, I think, uh, I like this I think they said music something, something similar about Elvis, you know? Oh, yeah. Hey, Scott, do you have any of that West Coast left right there in that camp? For sure. Pelvis Presley. Pelvis Presley definitely yeah, that was. That was in Greece, the, he, the first Greece. You know, Elvis, keep that pelvis far from me. Um, I don't know why I remember He that. was definitely conceptually raping the um, hair, though. But yeah, there was, a, I was, there was an outcry against uh, Elvis doing his, yeah. his uh, thing. Um, and then we got the sexual revolution. <laughs> but I think it's a good lesson in that how progress happens is not often clean. There's not this like, oh, now we, <clears throat> we should do this and... Nothing bad happens on the fringes because we're just making the correct decision to progress society in a healthy and wholesome way. That's not how progress happens, and um, it's worth noting. Well, yeah, well, and I guess that that would be one of the questions. Is doesn't mean justify any behavior, but history right. and progress is complex. Well, yeah, and well, I guess so. I guess one of the questions would be: Was what, that progress? What is progress? And yeah, what role did that play in? The ev- to like evolution to break dancing and Michael Jackson and well if you're I don't uh, know how to answer and, that and question strippers. touching little kids for Thaddeus <laughs> okay was it was it with Elvis, a straight face Elvis is responsible for Michael Jackson's <laughs> crimes the children it's it's not you know if you're a children what if he was like as Joe Rogan surmises he was a castrato where he was he was chemically Jesus castrated. Juice. Or actually castrated, which is why his voice was high, and so he really was like a children. <laughs> he was a ch- he was a children. But as Thaddeus Thaddeus's point isn't like dancing per se; it's 
it's like women have freedoms they didn't have before in large part from people pushing the envelope Mm -hmm. on envelope and doing things illegal and uh, frowned upon and uncouth and pick your adjective. Well, yeah, I guess it could be that you see boundaries being pushed in one area and then you, that kind of gives you permission uh, socially, even though it's not at like the governmental level uh, because you like, you be like, Oh, I can, I can push my own thing, you know, gives you the courage. I don't like being so broad with that. I don't think everything that's pushing the envelope is necessarily moving us forward. Right. Yeah. That was my question. Like what? Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that either. What is progress? Because, you know, like, well, you did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, factually correct. Um, But it is, and it's worth noting that at the time, the people engaging that business, they're not thinking we're moving the ball forward for society. You know, it's just, it's this natural evolution of things that uh, you could probably find many areas of life where things have happened um, and uh, heresies you know, both theological and secular that push the envelope forward unbeknownst to the people doing Martin Luther's 95 theses. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, you know, pushing the boundaries with, uh, whoredom, um, with, with prostitution, bodriness, um, you know, it probably, I would, I would venture (laughs) to go out on a limb and say, that's probably not good for women. um, yeah, and that's the yeah. that's the fun thing about this book is that, and we can we can move on. Although I am enjoying this, um, the fun thing about this book is it's not like this is correct and this is incorrect. Mm-hmm. It's a it's history, and so you can tell his bent a little bit, but it's uh, it's more this happened and this is the result. Yeah, me fail English. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> It is a, well, what did I, I say? What did I say? Nothing. Uncorrect. Nothing. Uncorrect. No, you should have uh, said it. Uh, sorry. Incorrect. I was saying sorry. about this the other day. Like everything. No, I deserve it. Everything that we have today. I was like, that's Ralph, impossible. Ralph Wiggum. That's and impossible. this is like the most obvious thing, but it's like, we don't, I, I don't think about it often, but it's like everything that, hap- that we have today, everything that it, that is today currently is the result of all the decisions prior. Oh, those God. decisions. Oh, my brain must. I know, but those those decisions. It's like what? Choose one thing in the past that you like. You want to undo? Pick something. This is why in every science fiction movie, you're not allowed to change anything in oh, the, the past. time travel. Yeah, it's yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah, it's like okay, let's. Ashton like, Kutcher was right. So there's a, there's a story about about for example, there's a story about there's a uh, there's uh, I forgot where I heard this. There's a uh, hobbit and he yeah. comes across a ring. There, oh, there's not a, that far back. No, there's a there's a wounded there's a wounded soldier coming across the 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 field uh, between two trench lines, and the the person raises his rifle and he's going to shoot, but he re- he realizes that this person is injured and he doesn't have a weapon, so he doesn't shoot. They take him as a POW. Hitler, this, this guy is Hitler. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, that's the story. Like Hitler was captured as a POW. Uh, if that guy would have shot. Maybe we don't have uh, the Holocaust. So yeah, everyone would agree. Yeah. Let's get rid of that. But it's, we don't have today like we have today. Everything's different. Right. There's so many grandparents that would still be alive 
or okay, well, let me rephrase that. <laughs> so many people that would have been alive and become grandparents and, you know, everything would be different. Today. And, and it doesn't necessarily make it, uh, it's easy to say it would be better right. if the Holocaust didn't happen. And right. if the Holocaust never happened, I think that would be a good thing. <laughs> I just want that on the record, guys. I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that later. You're so brave. <laughs> but, uh, you know, th- the progression of things, if Hitler got shot or if if uh, a mind experiment about abortion relate- related is like, should we have aborted Hitler if abortion happened to Hitler? You know, we, you know, we should be pro-choice, that type of thing. Um, you don't know what's going to rise out of that. Like, yeah, another, the, humanity's thirst for power is pretty strong and um hitler wasn't the i mean look at stalin stalin just you know he was the quote-unquote ugly good guy that well we don't like him but he's not hitler and dude i uh, have no idea what we're talking about i know i like i don't even know consequences of actions you take hitler out you get you get twice the hitler later on i don't know okay yeah potentially Potentially. okay let's have an odd (laughs) segue Non segue. Did you guys know that time moves forward? To, to, uh, <laughs> to the topic of the night. Scott and I smoked a little weed. Hey, do you, so. guys, do you guys know that what we do today affects tomorrow? What? Uh, okay. Things have happened Zach. in the past. Yes. <laughs> you, ha- we, you have a little bit of a um, topic for us tonight now that we're 17,000 minutes into this podcast. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, I, and I am as well. Doesn't sound like but, it, Jeff. Jeff is enjoying yourself. <laughs> you you mentioned that uh, in in Christendom, um, we the Christians have what was it? Yes, superstitions. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible segue. But we're going to go with it because Andy it is, a is about to go into depression. <laughs> Andy, I know My how to turn. get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something. You so, did, you did, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? You got to read the Bible a certain way. You got to pray a certain way. You got to do things a certain way. You got to, you got to, you know, there's superstitions in this world. And, uh, uh, yes. Hat yeah, tip. Keep passing the beer around. Hat tip. Oh, we're opening more of that OC game, Brewers Gamecraft. Guild. It's Gamecraft. Gamecraft. Uh, nice. By the way, Jeff made a face at me when he took a drink of it, which and that face was like, oh, what is this? This just this is a powerful smack you in the brain beer. It's wow. Smack you on your soul's fat ass. Hey, w- dude, what if what if this is the best podcast we ever release? And we're on a good pace. Uh, Does we have to drink this beer every time? Yep. Every time. It's expensive, too. Every time. Every time. time. I hope the second half of this podcast gets a lot better for us to achieve that. <laughs> Zach, do you have a low you, view sir? of our listeners? <laughs> like, I have a low view of everything, especially scripture. <laughs> He's in depression. Am I right, Scott? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so Jeff, or, um, was that a question? Which one? No, I just made the segue. Oh. We were superstitious by, we're going to buy this beer every time because it makes this podcast oh, better. Nice. Wait, what? <laughs> Shit. Remains to be seen. We're Scott. We Scott. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm gonna. I'll, so lost on your like. What was was that a question? I have no idea. Is, is there had, is there something of Christian, yeah, uh, superstition that you feel like you've fallen prey to, or you felt yeah, uh, you felt com- maybe this is even better. You felt compelled, compelled 
you felt compelled by. Maybe it didn't ultimately change what you did, but you're like, I feel the pull. Yeah, even if you don't do it, there's that internal voice. Is like, you really, you should not. But you do probably that should or should not have done that, right? And maybe Scott's depression was <laughs> was triggered by the onset of Friday the Thirteenth, and once it was yeah. Friday, it was released. I was because you for... didn't die. There was some weird moon too. Now, yeah. do you guys want to oh, know? It was what... a blood moon. No, it was a weird moon. It was even weirder than that. Was, I've never seen this it's, mentioned before. It was before. Blooder. A, bloodier. Alien blood moon. Look it up, Zach. Look up the um, moon. I was looking for Jason. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Zach, look up the moon. <laughs> can you, can the you moon, look up the moon? Have you the moon? By the way, it's worth noting, I've been using DuckDuckGo on my new MacBook Pro. And if, you, if you open a new window, it... Uh, yeah, DuckTuckGo is pretty exclusive, Scott. <laughs> Bragger. If if you look up, uh, <laughs> if you open a new window, it tells you the tracking attempts by specific websites. Huh. And I was on the Christian Post for like five minutes, and it's 268 tracking attempts blocked. Wow. Compared to, you know, I'm on Fantasy dot espn.com all day every day and it's 173 i mean christian post is just dropping the track i don't know if they have anything responsible to that i don't know if they get more money for- they're probably selling the rights to track whoever's yeah. hitting their site it's real estate they're selling real estate they're pouring much. themselves out okay yep they're engaged so it in was whoredom. a rare total lunar eclipse recently during super flower blood moon ah! super flower everybody's right that, that was the part i'd never heard of super flower what is hmm. that? I don't know. Gives you allergies? It was uh, beautiful. See, uh, the most beautiful blood moon ever. Super. Anyway, that's okay. That's enough. We don't need to dig into that anymore. But okay. I know the, the prof- <coughs> prophecy Nazis were going crazy again. It's oh, yeah. coming. Here it comes. Well, and then the planets were aligned uh, a few, like last month. It was like Jupiter and Venus and Mars or something. We're all in all in a line? line. Oh, that's fun. It is kind mm-hmm. of fun to think there's a lot of people on the fringes of or in the the evangelical prophecy complex have a little crossover with some people in astrology or search, searching for or the signs. Di- we're drifting a little bit cuz I don't know would you put prophecy and superstition in the same for some I, things. So I would yeah, I'm I'm going to agree with Zach on this. I would say potentially and that's something we we should be aware of and be careful of uh because if like, like, um, there's some, there's, there's a dude, I forget his name, but he talks about the Shemitah, which is, uh, which is a blood moon. Um, I think it's John, Jonathan Kahn is his name. Um, we might've talked about him on, on an episode, uh, about 50 episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, there was a big thing about the, the blood moons. Um, and it could be, it could, so the superstition could bleed into. <laughs> nice. Um, um, if something is happening, then it's part of prophecy. Uh, but that's not necessarily the case. So one of the prophecies is there's, and I think Jesus talks about in might be Matthew 24, roughly, there would be signs in the sun and moon and stars. So signs there would be kind of the key word. What does signs mean? What do signs mean? What does signs mean? And I think he borrows yeah. a lot from Jeremiah. And I think Matthew, or the author, has Jesus borrowing from 
Jeremiah a lot, like images, imagery, apocalyptic imagery. Right. Yeah. Right. And and so it, I think we just, we got to be careful that just not anything that's happening or, uh, it it could sound similar, but we got to be careful to not go. This is it, right? I think of superstitions outside of Christendom, things like <clears throat> uh, if you've seen if a black cat crosses your path, you're going to have bad luck, or don't walk under a ladder, right. don't step on a crack, break your mother's I'm back. I'm glad you brought up walking under a ladder. I have the origin for that. Oh, you do? I do. What is it? Hattiprelevantmagazine.com. Okay. Uh, ancient tradition used to hold that a ladder rested against the cross Jesus was crucified on, and you can see evidence in a lot of ancient art. Sorry, some some elites say ancient. Ancient. <laughs> um, that belief, if I did that, our listeners would think Zach's stumbling again on his words, because <laughs> he can barely speak. Uh, one common theory is that, oh no, that's knocking on wood. We'll get to that later. Um, the belief intertwined with ancient uh, Egyptian beliefs about the triangle as a symbol of the divine. So walking through a triangle fractured the mm. lines and invited misfortune. Mm. Wait, the, so the so the ladder created a natural triangle. Creates a triangle, yeah. And you walking through it fractures fractured the triangle of the divine. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, bro. That's a very brittle triangle of divinity. Yes. You guys want to hear about crossing your fingers? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You said something about that earlier. In ancient Rome, early Christians crossed their fingers as a secret signal to each other after Christianity became legal and eventually the dominant religion in much of Europe, the shape of the cross was later thought to be protection from evil. Having an actual cross was best, obviously, but crossed fingers would do in a pinch. Also, nice use of pinch (laughs) fingers. Wanted to make a false mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> commitment. Well, yeah. So, what, yeah. How does that translate to you know crossing your fingers behind your back means like it gets you off the hook? Oh, I cross my fingers so I can lie to this person. That it's kind of weird. Well, I that's so I think this, that's the evolution of it. But the yeah. superstition was crossing your fingers gave you some sort of like protection. It started well, as a signal, like if you're it was a signal. Well, it started as a to communicate with someone else that you are a Christian, like the fish symbol. That's yeah. a healthy version of a, a virtue signal because you're survive. You needed community. You needed to know who was on your team under severe oppression, and you virtue signaled the cross to find your tribe. <sighs> I would, I would. Virtue pro- signaling is natural. Like Original we all do it. I know, but I would probably. Hey, look, there's cross finger because, well, Karen. I think they were doing it under because they were under persecution, right? And there was. The pain of death, and then if you're going to you're seeking shelter in someone's house, you're like, right. yeah. So it's I, the I, ultimate virtue signal, right? But I would, I would the virtuous signal. I would separate it from the today's it more, virtue it signal. More from this, he's playing with putting the words. a pride flag. No, he's on playing with the words. Facebook page. It, you don't or something. mean that. Yeah. That's not what you. Well, mean. no, it's all under this virtue signaling is an evolutionary thing that we all do for survival. Like who's in my tribe, who's not. Mm-hmm. And it's going on today in ways that are sometimes helpful and sometimes they're like, they're less than helpful. Sometimes they're unnecessary and and harmful. Uh, But the virtue signal is a thing like who, who are my people? How do I know if I'm safe around these people? And I think that was a version of it way back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I just we'll just we'll just have to. Leave I think it's it, only pejorative it at, today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's only pejorative now. Yeah, it's yeah because they're not in danger Probably. of their lives. 
They're yeah. the pe- people that are doing virtual signaling today are not like it's, it's oh, bad. Well, some of them might think all the the people, these people with guns, are going to come kill me. I better, right. uh, I better <laughs> post this thing that supports these other people. I like how you made this individual southern. <laughs> I was going for Chappelle, but okay. There was, there was Ch- so- Chappelle doing a Southern person, yeah. <laughs> now, but it's all into the head. Okay, well, moving on. Uh, but it more from a sign for who, you know, who, who am I safe around to um, protection from evil. And if you had a cross. Right. So making this, if you felt threatened, you, you would may- maybe cross your fingers as like, oh, now I feel safer because God's with me. Okay. That's yeah. the superstition. All right. So okay, those are good historical ones. I thought of one that might be a little more close to home. And I don't know if it I would fall it. into superstition, but you guys, and you guys tell me if you think that this is it. Because I think about the sort of compelled piece of it, uh, praying before your meal. Yeah. That's a, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. And, and so sometimes, sometimes I'll, I, Wait, this might be bad. I I won't pray because I like I don't want to be superstitious. <laughs> Are you guys? What's you guys do that? What's that? <laughs> praying. Pray to who? Praying. What's Just praying? That? At, praying. You know, period. we stopped. We stopped in my family praying before uh, eating uh, our meal for the most part, and ever since your little one pooped on the and table, the, <laughs> the uh, food is it hasn't killed us, and it's been nourishment to your our child. Souls. Is Amber heard? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure where the praying before the meal comes in. Do you guys have any historical? Uh, Jeff, if I if I was gonna guess, shut up, Scott. I would guess it's in the Bible. Praying before the meal, just to give thanks for the meal. Yeah, give us this day our daily bread. It's yeah, Lord's so that's, prayer. That's what that's that's one good Lord's one. Prayer covers a lot of the bases. Feeding of the five thousand. Good one. Yeah, Think. yeah. He broke the bread and gave thanks. Yeah, to God. Yep. And then and then Paul talks about is it every like another verse? What Paul says, um, giving thanks. To, so do we to have to do all of these works before we do anything, or will it just uh, so, come out in the spirit when you're? Yeah, feeling that's it? kind of a so the, so. It depends. So when you talk, you start talking about works. Typically, that's associated with salvation, like like the are you saved or not. Um, so okay, it, you're already above my pick. Yeah, Let's move so on. Could I, I just like could I wind it back a little bit to yeah. like what maybe what goes on in the normal normal person's head is do you do you weigh the idea of if I don't pray before the meal is something bad. Whatever that means, it's like going to mind, happen. It's like your mindset going into a meal. Yeah. That's the concept of a superstition. Don't do this thing; something right. bad will happen. Or if you right. encounter this thing, a, ba- yeah. a bad thing will probably or good. I guess there's good superstition too. I think it's a gratitude thing for for most people. It's gratitude. Yes. Yeah. However, the the, th- the the way you know it's a superstition if, if somebody doesn't do it in a group you're in. If you feel that ping in your brain or your your psyche, that's like. Oh my God, we didn't pray for the meal. It's like there might be some superstition wrapped up in breaking the pattern of not praying for a meal, even if you just do it for gratitude. And an example in Acts 27, uh, Paul was on a ship with 276 other people when a hurricane battered the ship. After 14 days of not eating, Paul exhorted the sailors and other passengers to eat something in order to survive. He took some bread, quote, and gave thanks to God in front of them all. 
So it's like, thank you for this food, basically. That battered chip sounds delicious. Oh my was god! You, no. If you fry a <laughs> chip battered, fried and battered, <laughs> I would eat a tire. I would eat a rubber tire. Okay, but was Job there? Uh, no, so that could have fed a lot of people. There's something in the the, the <laughs> this is a terrible being joke. poor and having little and praying because when because it's like we don't know where our next meal is going to come from, and so there's maybe prayer gratitude yeah yes yeah and well also thinking of like okay our worlds we're sitting over our meals daily and we can get whatever we want anytime we want and sometimes i feel a little blah when i'm admittedly sitting over a meal and i'm like oh lord thank you i'm like i I can get a meal anytime and it feels a little meh when I'm praying, which I have, we've stopped or I've stopped um, praying over a meal before we I'll, say, eat. I'll take credit for that. Thanks. So you're welcome. <laughs> now, now just, I'll take your answer to, offline. I guess, I guess to be clear, that's not an example of superstition. That's an example of why Christians today. Right. It's an example of lack of faith. But I, <laughs> yeah. Andy made direct eye contact. Um, no, 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 I will say though, it yeah. is a gra- the, even if it is a gratitude thing, if you feel that like, oh my God, we didn't pray for the meal. This is not right. There's a little superstition in there. I, I had a friend, actually, you know well, this guy too. Is it, is it, uh, and I'm going to argue against myself. Is it superstition or is it guilt? And maybe we shouldn't conflate, yes. conflate the two things. It's that, like, that's I'm not, I'm not being grateful. Is there a Venn diagram where they cross over? Or do I think? You could say potentially. Let's just say potentially for the sake of argument. What if I, yeah. yeah what if I never thanked God? I don't, I don't know. That, that's, that's the part that gets really, it gets a little weird because it feels like uh, in modern society, the concept of superstition at least in Christianity, doesn't feel as obvious. I mean, like we're not we're not putting uh, perceived witches into a lake to see if they sink or swim, <laughs> right? Like that feels. Guess what? Dead body or bodies float generally. So congratulations, <laughs> you found a whole bunch of witches. But you could ask some people, like, what if you didn't pray before the meal? Like, how would that? Like, like would, what would happen? Would you think something bad was going to happen? Would you just feel guilty? So, yeah, uh, what would it be? That's a great distinction. And, and I think the superstition part comes in. If I don't pray, something bad's going to happen. If I do pray, s- these good things will continue to happen. Right. But often it's subtle. Because I, right. I, I think the when I have pangs, if I'm totally in my best, most healthiest spiritual place. Panging away. Panging away. Um, there's not a, like, I need to do this. I need to do this for God. I need to do this type of thing for God. It's just an awareness of like the love and acceptance of, of God always. And when you're aware of that, sometimes these prayers are reminders to help kickstart us into gratitude. And those are good. But, uh, an example that Scott, you and I know somebody that I'll tell you later, but when he, maybe you'll know from the story, whenever he prayed, or whenever there's a group prayer in this Bible study we used to go to a long time ago. Jeff Pearson? Jeff oh, Pearson. He's right here. <laughs> uh, okay, then I'll uh, just, Jeff, we'll take your answer off the air. Um, 
whenever there's a prayer, if he wasn't the one praying and they didn't close it with, in Jesus' name, uh, amen. Yeah. Mm. Oh. They would say amen, people would say amen, and he would audibly say so everyone could hear, in Jesus' name, amen. He would like cap it off with like a real quick one, yeah. even if he wasn't praying. Yeah, and, I, I and do remember that. I man. noted, I'm like, oh, that's, it's only looking back, I'm like, that's, I think, a little superstition. Like God, the prayer is not honorable to God, or at least is a little less than fully honorable if you don't do it in Jesus name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, yeah, I, I could see that. And, and instead of like, Hey, we're all gathered because we're Christians who believe in Jesus. Yeah. So our prayer, like, like that, God's, that's he, our prayer already. God's like, not going to know yeah. or is going to count it against us. If we don't cap it with in Jesus name, I, amen. Right. And whether or not he would vocalize that, that that's what he was doing. I think there's a good chance that what is, is what he was doing. And it's a yeah. little bit superstitious. It's not, I think superstition is a gradient. There's like full blown, like, oh my God, I'm a pitcher. Yeah. I have to jump over the line when yeah. I run off the mound. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pitchers, a, pitchers and goalies. Good, yep. that, that's a good example because that's a difference between, um, why did you say it's actually a good example? Because I don't do them often, Andy. <laughs> this no, time it's actually no, a good example. I, maybe it's better than the example that I gave because that, that, that one. <laughs> This is a humble Andy moment. <laughs> no, it's it, I, the you, you mentioned it. The reason is because the intention of the experience is still in line with what God would what God would love, which is my people are praying and 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 gathered to pray to me. Did yeah. they did they miss some little minor step? Doesn't it feels inconsequential? Versus, are you in great un, ungrateful? Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm contagious. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> You've infected me. You wanted them ingrates. Are you? <laughs> you just did a little you, mouth whoredom. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you an ungrateful person who doesn't thank God for the the basic necessities? Yeah. Yeah. yeah where it's almost like like I oh, were I like Jeff. He said. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He he can go to Del Taco anytime and doesn't need God for that. Yeah. He eats all the time. All the time, but Lord but maybe bless, that's- bless this quesadilla <laughs> in this double double decker top. God, I deserve this quesadilla, whether you're around or not. I earned it. This is mine, and also all the fries, and also Del Taco makes a burger. Did you know that, God? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The burger for being was that John C. Riley crap food is not terrible. I like Del Taco burgers. They're not terrible. Yeah. It's been a long time since I had one of those. Oh, in your fat ass soul. I know. My body may not be fat, but my soul is fat. That's the name of this episode. Yes. Oh, well, this is, a, oh, it tasted different. Now, I do have the origin for Friday the 13th, and I think we should read it, given that it was just Friday the 13th. I like this. The day uh, okay. you, yeah, the, your I veil s- lifted. I snapped out of it. Uh, so I, I'm going to guess out it's, of depression. it has to do with the Knights Templar. Okay. Any other guesses? I'm sorry, I was um, pouring beer. Jason. <laughs> Wait, what what year was hockey invented? Kill, 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 kill. Carry the four. I believe it was four. <laughs> Good math. Uh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's, I'm sorry. You get Would to you guess. repeat the question? Friday the 13th, what is the origin? What's the etymology? Where do it come from? Where do it? A murder. Continue. Most Christians, Jason. 
don't really consider themselves superstitious. Only 14% of Protestants and 15% of Catholics think there's something unlucky, unlucky about the number 13, and only 20% of Protestants and 27% of Catholics think knocking on wood keeps bad luck at bay. 27%? That's, that's a little high. Yeah, that, that's a lot of superstitions. Wait, mm. Somebody in here believes that knocking on wood. We're not yeah. Catholic. Guess what I've done my whole life? Knock on wood. And part of it is like, that's what you do. But also, I would... I'd say maybe there's a little bit of cultural uh, memory in my yeah. psyche that's like, oh, you just this is what you do, and maybe I don't literally think it's going to stave off bad luck, but you do it anyway because why not? It's easy. Yeah, are and you it's doing just that? Or fun you just, to do. Or is that your ex? Like, is that the punctuation of the statement? Man, angels are doing great this year. I hope they don't blow it at the oh, end. Great, everybody, knock on wood. Listeners, knock on wood right now. Yes, you just jinxed and it, Andy. Is it the? It's the punctuation at the end. It could be. Um, let's say uh, we can, well, we can already all. That's not surprising since most American Christians don't see superstition as squaring with their idea of the Bible. But it is a little ironic since these superstitions and many others got their start in Christian tradition. Friday the 13th's unlucky reputation started because Judas was the 13th guest at the Last Supper and Jesus died on a Friday. Other cultures outside of Christianity have also held that the number 13 is unlucky. Do we know that he was the 13th guest? Well, when that. you include Jesus. Well, I mean, is that arbitrary? Could also that Peter he have showed been the 13th? Did he show up last? Did it say that? I don't think the Bible speaks of that. But I don't think so either. But given Judas... Um, because the number 13 betrayal. existed when Judas was alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how these things happen over yeah. time. And Jesus didn't die on a Friday, but go ahead. Right, well, that's what most people think. Yeah, when they're dumb. <laughs> Shots fired, relevant. Come at us, bro. Uh, it seems, okay. Was it a Thursday? It's a Thursday. Norse, in Norse mythology, it's associated with Loki, but the Christian spin on it popularized the idea. Mm. Without 18th century Christians drawing a line between the number 13 and Judas, it's very unlikely that the number would have the reputation it does today. Historically, Christians saw the line between the spirit world and our own physical one as much flimsier than we do today. Angels and demons were considered part of their lives and were used to explain both natural phenomena and misfortune. This helped give rise to many superstitions, which blended with Christian teaching in a way that is still with us today. Here are a few other... Okay. That's that's it, because they made... Twelve... Oh, so... Somehow they arbitrarily put Judas as the thirteenth person arriving, because like Jesus and everyone else was there. Because obviously Jesus, Judas was an asshole, and they and, also made it arbitrarily a Friday. And we're going back to Judas betraying Jesus, all of which you know, if you if you're in the story at the time, it's before Judas betrays Jesus. We have the benefit of looking back, and so we apply it to G- Judas. I can see how we can get to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason Iscariot. Jason. <laughs> Jason Iscariot. <laughs> Chief amongst all sinners. Oh man. That's Paul. What, no, this this stuff's interesting because uh, like these are things that get passed down like from generation to generation. It's like, why do we why do we have certain words and like why do we think certain things? 
Actually, I mean, that, there's weird, hotel. Man. Maybe most hotels don't even have a thirteenth floor. For yeah. goodness, no, sakes. they don't. And maybe yeah. that's the more. Maybe that's the more interesting question, which is uh, superstitions that are not necessarily tied to Christianity that we as Christians or we see general in Christendom tend to observe or follow, like the knock on wood one that you gave an example of. That one feels a little more applicable in our general lives that we come across like, oh, Friday the 13th. I, I'll i admit, I kind of like, all right, well, you know, just drive a little more careful today. Right. And if something weird does happen, I'll be like, well, of course. Because you don't want to be the dude that, or chick, or whatever you want to call yourself, <laughs> that, oh, gets into please, an, Scott, that, get, that gets into an accident on Friday the 13th. And they're like, we told you, you know about this. You should have stayed home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, another practice. Yeah, another- my Prius died on the Friday the thirteenth. The pandemic started on Friday the thirteenth. Exactly. Speaking of pandemics, God bless you. Came from the Black Plague, where if right. somebody sneezed, yeah. oh yeah, they bless say, God what's bless coming you. out of your mouth oh, right that's now. That's interesting. Pope, Pope Gregory the Great ordered everyone within earshot of a sneeze to God say, bless "God you. bless you." He wasn't that great. It was blessing <laughs> the spirits Let's coming out of the people's mouths. I actually do know about that one. So that's interesting. And we still do it today. Well, yeah, because then it's like, if you, he, so why does he order them to say it? So that there's, it's a, like a, so that God would protect them from getting the plague? They don't go into that, but I'm guessing that's, that's behind it. It's like a little yeah. mini quick prayer thrown out there. Yeah, because God bless you and me. Because tangentially, like I'm in, would, yeah, with an earshot slash maybe breath shot of breathing in your snaz. So what? Yeah, well then, yeah. What if you prayed? Like, what if you were in prayer before that, but then you didn't say God bless you after the Pope, the leader of the the church. Well, I have a confession. Unquote. Good luck. You're probably gonna die if yeah. somebody sneezes around me. Also, you have the plague, so you're probably gonna die. If somebody sneezes around me. <laughs> And somebody just says, bless you. I have to say, God bless you. Yeah. Real quick. So everyone hears it. Like somebody will just say, bless <laughs> yeah. you. And they don't say, God, I got God bless yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Me either. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Mother Earth, bless you. I do it in uh, my school setting because it's a public school and I want to get away with saying, God bless you. Yeah. You're a rebel. You're still praying in You're public like, school. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Me, well, Pelosi, You're bless a you. hero. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to sneeze and I'd sneeze like this. Bless me. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know who's going to bless you unless somebody says in Jesus' name, amen. Somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's definitely. Well, Can like, you guys think of any that, you know, you don't explicitly well, the, think is superstitious right, for you, but like, you, in practicality, you do. In sports, there's a time you mentioned like a, a, a pitcher jumping over thing something but like is there a, is was there a jersey that you would wear when your team was going to be playing like oh i've got this shirt or this jersey or this hat or this thing and it's the lucky whatever piece of apparel and when i wear they're gonna win if i wear this thing yeah that lakers thong wore out a long time ago they suck <laughs> <laughs> or or if you're if you play cards or games of chance that there's blowing on the dice yep those kinds of things yep i i catch myself a lot doing that like um for well for decades now it's like i did this last time and this happened if i don't do it and we lose then it's going to be my fault 
and I'm sure there there are, are millions of people across the U.S. and probably the world that think the same thing about their s- sports team. Uh, yeah, it's there's just something about we feel that somehow we are going to affect yes. something that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And some in some with some sort of activity that has nothing to do with that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're yeah. rubbing the yeah. golden calf's ass. <laughs> yes. Well, what? two times and touch the nose and grab its leg, and then we're gonna Maybe win. Little, now, now I do, I do reach think, around. I do bit. think, I do think that it stems from, which which is probably just. I'm imagining the goat. It just say normal natural thinking uh, is that calf. we all. I mean, we all have the the idea that. We're the most important person. Yeah. Somehow, we can affect something that's happening thousands of miles away. Um, with, and we know. we have a built-in like whatever we believe to be true. I would say consciously or unconsciously, we we weigh really high. Like this this is the truth, and so there's not a, we don't often actively question everything we're doing. Like maybe this isn't wrong. Let me find all the ways why I might be mistaken in this. That's not how people work generally. So yeah. So what's weird about it is can could we actually boil this down to those actions are our attempt to affect the spiritual world in some way, which is wholly not biblical. Well well okay or so I it? would okay so we I think we we can affect the spiritual world. Now the question is in those, in these, in these super, quote unquote superstitious methods, does my Kobe jersey help them win? The angels Butterfly defeat Satan. Effect. No, your Kobe jersey does not help the angels defeat Satan. Does it Andy. help the angels defeat the Yankees? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, oh yeah, yeah. Because the, the eight, transitive properties yeah. of the Saint Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Obviously, the angels want to beat the Yankees. So everyone wants to beat the yeah. Yankees. Well, that's yeah. a double entendre there. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, do you guys know the etymology of the word Yankee? Oh, sorry. Double entendre. Yes. Yank the beaties. Um, one one that I have that I thought of that I don't do anymore and I'm actively running away from. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to not run so far away from this. Okay. Is, as a kid, praying for forgiveness and salvation most nights before I went to sleep. Um, now, okay. I I didn't grow up in a super fun. It was fundamental ish. It was kind of conservative evangelical West Coast Maranatha music Christianity. So not super fundamentalist. It was like the fun side of fundamental. Yeah, we put the fun in fundamental. Yeah. Except for dancing, we always left room for the Holy Spirit. But there there is. I was never explicitly told like if you die without having all of your sins forgiven that you might go that you're going to go to hell. But I picked that up. And that's that's I think the fruit of basically mm. like that's a good ask, one. Ask for forgiveness, or you know, you're not saved. Like it's a natural progression to like, oh, if I'm not, if I don't ask for any forgiveness of, of any known sin, and I were to get hit by a car, or maybe I have a a weird heart attack as a 12 year old, you know, those are going around. <laughs> well, um, if you got, but if you got boosted, I definitely did it. I definitely myocarditis, misinformation. Well, we just got flagged. Great, Scott. <laughs> we were on YouTube. Anyways, so I did that. I did that a lot. And um, looking back, I feel a little bit embarrassed. Like it's it's a little bit... I'm it's embarrassed a very for you. Na- <laughs> it's a naive version of... Uh, it's, I think it's a, 
for my part, it's a naive vision of what God's love is like. And like the God that's like looking at his watch and like, oh, he's about to go to sleep. He didn't ask me for forgiveness. I hope nothing happens to him. There's not that huge California earthquake. Mm. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. So maybe at, at its fundamental level, superstitions can be uh, attributed to poor theology. Yeah. Or or just theology in general, but yes, I'll, I'll accept poor. I would say some, but there, there, I'm sure there are plenty of superstitions that originated outside of Christendom, let's just say. Four-leaf clover, rabbit's foot. That's still uh, bad theology. It, it, Yeah, if you take them on, but they didn't originate with... I didn't say they originated. I mean, just, yeah. like ultimately, you can, you can map it to and just go, well, this is a belief system that you're functioning under which effectively is what theology is. It's your interpretation of God and the world and the spiritual things. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, we just said yeah together. <laughs> now, birds, birds of a feather podcast uh, jinx together. Jinx joke, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Zach, I would... To, to is the, that a jinx? The Did prayer... we just mess things up? Oh, no! Shit, knock on wood. The, the prayer thing... Um, I think we should ask for forgiveness. Now, the the salvation aspect. Are you Kathy Newmaning me, um, you Zach? Saying, Zach, what you're saying say, is what, that you don't you, ask for forgiveness. Are you saying that uh, you weren't saved if you didn't ask for salvation? I thought you were talking about Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible Kathy Griffin impression, Scott. Like, that doesn't sound like Kathy Griffin at all. Is there yeah. one more of those, and Scott? Why would he call them? Are these? Are those done? They gone. Okay. Oh, they, they gone? gone. They, they gone. El segundo it. Um, I'm gonna El segundo the crap out. Of out. This. Well, it was no, good though, left. by the way. You should you should ask for salvation, but the whole oh, point there's is, a little left in here. The whole point in you, or no? Sorry, let me. Uh, no, no. Let me back up. You should ask for forgiveness. But the whole point is you, you're you asking for forgiveness because you already believe in Jesus. So asking for salvation, like you already have salvation. So That was the disconnect. Asking for forgiveness Zach, <laughs> yeah. out of the fear that you would lose and, salvation. And I, yeah, would impact yeah. I listen and follow enough. That's ex- bad theology. That's why I said that. That's, yeah. I, I listen and, and follow enough ex-evangelical types to know that that, and then, you know, 80s, 90s, it that was rampant in that stream of Christianity of kids growing up thinking like, oh my God, am I really saved? And and basically getting saved over and over and over again. Which yeah. you guys visited a church in the area, I think, a few years ago. He's pointing to Zach and Jeff. A baptism. Thank you, Scott. That's a good pod, Scott. And you saw a, a baptism and there was there was high schoolers and it and I think if if I remember correctly, you said that the, a common phrase that was said was, I thought I was saved. Yes. Yes. I thought I was saved. The rapture is coming anytime, and I was afraid I would I would, I would go it. to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And so that implies this like fine line of of it feel it feels related to what you're describing there, which is like it was a, a fear based it was fear based. There's well that there's a there's this like really like temporal aspect of your salvation that can just fluctuate wildly. And if you just happen to have missed checking the box of covering your sins for that day, all of a sudden your salvation is in question, which is ridiculous. 
ridiculous because if you just tried to imagine all the sins that you really should be asking for forgiveness for, there's no way we cover all of them. No, you don't. And right. for that particular church, it might be the sin of pride and self-righteousness, but we won't dwell on that. And But actually, it would be interesting to, to follow up with those people that I mm-hmm. don't know to see, like, since then, mm-hmm. have there been nighttime, like, a little bit fearful, a little unsure? Let me just re-up my contract with God and make sure this is settled. Um, which is Ooh. different than just asking for forgiveness. Like, for right. me, forgiveness... Right. Which what and happens if they die right after having nighttime emissions? Right. Right. Well, that's when I, <laughs> without you, the opportunity to ask for forgiveness. Now speaking, this might be one of my favorite superstitions. Uh, if you die after a wet dream, yes. Do you go to heaven? No. There, a lot of people believed. <laughs> no that one knows. Actually, you were allowing, like what was happening there is that demons were taking your seed for illicit purposes, whether you gave it to them subconsciously or not, but it, it was a shameful thing. Where were they going with it? We, why do we, we hate sex so much throughout history. Like sex is so Speak dirty. for yourself, Zach. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, no, so no, that's, there's, that's there's so much shame Yeah, there's an it. aversion, there's an aversion to even just the idea or talk of sex. Um, but, but, but that's weird that the demons, like the, the whole, I mean, if, if, if there are any listeners out there that don't know, basically a wet dream is like, you're not in control. Like you're asleep. What? Like what you're like, how is, why is that a thing? Like like you're being held responsible for something that you're doing when you're asleep. You didn't pray before you went to sleep properly. Yeah. You got to fall prey to the semen demon. (laughs) Dude. Andy had that chambered. (laughs) I saw the look on his face. He was waiting. (laughs) Semen demon alternative titles. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a good hashtag for this podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh man. But you know what? It is like it's such a by the way, it's it's biology. It's so how yeah. many things like yeah. how many God of the Gaps things have fallen by the wayside? Like things you can't explain. And so you come up with a version of it that's spiritual or God slash devil related that eventually science drops in and explains, which is why most leading Bible apologists don't use God of the gaps type arguments, I don't think, anymore. Right, right. And you and, want to avoid it because well, yeah, and they're careful to separate like things that um uh Christians of the last two hundred years, let's just say, uh are saying compared to what the Bible says. It's like if the Bible is not talking about it, you you can't judge the Bible based upon what 20th or 21st century Christians are saying. Yeah, they didn't even know about Facebook back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. you guys, you guys, uh, you know, past your 30s, anybody have a wet dream? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if I was on Facebook. <laughs> Anyone past your 30s on Facebook? <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> there are only people past only their 30s. People, yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> All of them. You guys should check out Facebook. I, I don't remember that how old I was, but I did I did have one. Sorry, guys. Wow. This is authenticity. This Thanks. was in my 30s, like well into my 30s. And Married. I, wo- I woke up. Yeah. I don't know what that, that has to do with <laughs> anything. No, it's important. <laughs> you cheated on the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Were they Martha Stewart sheets? 
Does that make you a sheeter? A sheeter? <laughs> you sheeted on me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, See, this is our best episode uh, ever. We have to buy that beer every uh, time now, Scott. Silly. Every time. Okay. But I woke up kind of like wow. a little bit like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still got I still it. Did got you it. did you high five your wife? And she's like, what in the, the world? The problem was that she's like, 72 virgins. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Oh, no. Oh, God, please save me for my salvation. This one more time. Well, that's great. Uh, sorry, kids. If you well, speaking you of kids, you're listen. like you're like, honey. Hopefully, the kids didn't hear us last night. And she's like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" It's like, so weird. Uh, the body is a weird, fun thing. When we were riding that space roller coaster, <laughs> I don't know. There were at least four rainbows involved. The track was made out of rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Anyway, it's been great podcasting uh, over the years. Yeah, yeah, I'm debating in my mind right now which episode title really gets the listener. Fat ass soul or semen demon. What about the sheets? What was the sheet comment? You sheeted on your wife? Yeah. (laughs) Don't sheet on me. You're a total sheeter. Uh it sounds sounds a little bit different. It feels like that's a little yeah. Yeah. It can be confusing. Damn. But I'm trying to think. I I do the uh, provocative. So yeah, in my best sense, going back to forgiveness, like asking for forgiveness can be done in a healthy way that's not judgment based in a way in an unhealthy yeah. way that that propagates your shame spirals, um, where you're just recognizing, hey, I know. Like for me, it's like I know. I, I believe that earlier version of myself thought that God, that, that God's love and forgiveness was based on my personal time and space experience. And I think uh, God's love and grace um, is eternal and timeless. And so that's the shift. Uh, asking forgiveness, recognizing when you've, when you've fucked up is an important thing mm. where you can, uh, um, it's not that like, oh, now God's going to forgive you. That's not how I read it. Even though I, I recognize there are passages that challenge that in the Bible. And I, I wouldn't just say, no, that's that's just wrong. I would just want to nuance it and say, what's the bigger point that's possibly being made? You mean like the like unforgivable sins? Is that what you're referring um, to? Not directly, but there's that. But also oh. like there's the if you ask for forgiveness, then God is faithful and just to forgive you. Um, Which is almost a direct quote from Paul. Yeah. It's a also, direct it's, quote. It's a quote. It's a quote, Scott. Quote. Um, so, so I'm I'm getting a little better about that, and I definitely I don't feel the shame over the little things like I used to. Um, like what? And I think that's <laughs> 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 oh, uh, spill the beans, oh my Zach. Gosh. Spill the sheet, Zach. Well, I <laughs> wet dreams for one. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Well, I've been talking enough, guys. So uh, let's hear from <laughs> See, Andy's calling it a night. Andy's going to break the seal. Um, do you guys have any superstitions so, that you can remember okay, from your past? Uh, I have some. It's I don't. Okay, I have. I think it's not superstition, but it. 
there's the guilt superstition of praying with my wife, which I have not been praying a lot with my wife, have not been praying with my kids. And I, I mentioned this a while back. And But there are times where I just grab my wife's hand when we're out to dinner and I I pray. And then we, and, it, and it's not just about the food. It's just about like just our marriage or just having time together or something like that. And it's not that I feel like, you know, if I don't do this, but part of me and like, I have not been praying. And because I've not been praying, I am going to, my kids are going to go in the wrong direction. My marriage is going to go in the wrong direction. If I don't pray and I'm not, then I have, I think it might be a little bit of a superstition that, man, I'm letting this go. And because I'm not, things are going to go bad. Mm. And I have not. And so not that things are going bad, but I have it in the back of my head like a superstition and a little bit of guilt, probably more guilt than superstition. Um, Like, man. Venn diagram. I'm not all in. Mm. I'm telling myself that. Yeah. I'm not all in. I'm failing my family. This is going to be bad. I continue to do it. Every once in a while we pray, but I'm like, this is not enough. You but just, it, that's the same thing. Like, it's not yeah. enough. A superstition. Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm putting things against, um, you know, what I want. And I'm like, well, mm. I didn't do it. I don't know if that's superstition or conviction or what. It's interesting. The conviction thing is tricky too because one one individual's conviction rate for certain sins or a culture, what is seen as sinful or uncouth in a culture, it, it varies by culture. Like there's there's stuff we like every every time we podcast for some, if a Christian stumbled upon our podcast, oh they're they're glorifying drinking and. You know, it would be hard for a, a, they would think that was sinful. And so what's go, on the individual level, I think there can be, oh, is this a conviction? And the assumption is like, oh, that's the Holy Spirit telling me don't do this. Or if you've been, if you've had built in bad theology in your past, like this is what you do. And if you're not doing this, you're wrong and you will suffer destruction. That could also mask itself as conviction and guilt and I'm not going to lie, it's tough to separate that. Like, like I don't feel guilty. Um, I, I have a similar thing with, with prayer. It's like, I do, I will pray, but it's a personal thing. The joke I have with with Lisa right now is like, I, I don't pray in public. Like, that's just my policy. I don't pray in public because I'm going to end up giving some version of a sermon for other people to hear. And it's it's a little bit of my... Uh, shadow self. So right now I have that internal policy. Like I'm not going to pray out loud in public. Um, I'm not going to sing. I'm not, not saying gonna that's pray, right. Not going to do any of it. Yeah, I'll play music. I'll let other people sing. Yeah, I watch you. Yeah, <laughs> my mouth is so pursed hard. It's just like closed. I have a little segue from that. <clears throat> we had our transitional pastor Art Greco uh, sit in for the first time this weekend, and he was sounds like a made up name, Art Greco. Yeah. yeah. Because it sounds like Art Deco, yeah, which is a style. And of, also Greco Roman, yeah. yeah. And he was he was talking about prayer, and he was talking about he he mentioned, um, 
that we, that we as Christians often have just a, a pretty wide range of reactions to, to prayer. And there's things like, um, uh, there's, there's weird social aspects that kick in. So for example, one of the, the, the things that he'd mentioned was, you know, if someone says, Oh, Hey Scott, would you pray for us now? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely, I love Jesus. Absolutely. You, regardless of where you're at right then and right there and how you're feeling. And if you're in a place like, yes, I want to be able to pray. You feel compelled. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have to do that. And if I said no, it would be bad. It would look bad. It'd be it, weird. It'd be yeah. weird. People would feel uncomfortable. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable. Like these are things that have gone through my mind. And and what Zach had said too, which is I I feel that oftentimes that is it feels less like a genuine prayer and more like a I'm giving a little mini speech to a small group. Mm. Yeah, and, and that like a, should that should be avoided. I I've I've encountered that where hard. Pe- people are praying and they're like, you're like, are you praying to God? Or are you telling us? us something in the circle here i actually backed out you know i actually backed out once when did you i was with a group um a lot of the um my my team at work we went to lunch and someone said hey uh hey jeff would you pray and i'm like i am not in the right place could is it okay if somebody else and somebody like of course just jumped in and there's another like of course somebody will jump in how did you feel when you said that i I felt no, I felt fine because I literally was being honest. I'm like I'm not in the I'm not in the right place to be. Is it with teachers? Yeah. Oh. When uh, yeah. people in, that you were close with? Yeah. Now you know. Yeah, that's good. I, I which is there, there's something commendable about that. Like, um, like if I give a yeah. prayer right now, it is not going to be from my my heart of hearts. I'm not. It's not from. Well, let's like, test it, Jeff. Will you? <laughs> if you don't say Jesus, name. yeah, I could. Um, I could do that right now. I'm in a place right now, but not then. No, yeah. I, I, I do like that. I do like that. In, in what Paul talks about, like when you take communion, um, like communion isn't just like if communion's offered. If you're a Christian, you should take it. That's not how communion is presented. It's communion is presented like you examine yourself. This and is a moment. Yeah, in like time. like this is this is important. It's substantial. And this is like your 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 communication or your your showing like your relationship with God. You're communicating with God, not with people. Who cares about the people? Who cares about everyone else? Then why are you praying out loud to the group? Because well, we come together in prayer. We're two but, but it's, gathered, you, you just Andy. described it as it's just you and God. It's your relationship with God. So go well, no, your... but that, no, but that's communion. Well, communion you you can do you can do communion on on your own, just you and God. But yeah. there's also communion when you come together to eat. Yeah, I think I, I forget if it's first first Corinthians, but Paul talks specifically about when you gather together and you're doing communion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there like you you don't just it's it's not just for everyone to do. You you got to meet this certain criteria. It's actually it's actually the opposite. It's like and if, if you, you don't it, bad things will happen. Superstition <laughs> full circle. Well no. Well, no. Well there's a, there's actually yeah, there's actually um 
If you're not um, a believer. Like he says, yeah. like Paul says, some of, some of you are sick. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's the same uh, passage um, because they're, they're taking in communion yeah. improperly. And by he, the way, Paul doesn't say that specifically. Paul doesn't tie it specifically to communion, but I, I think, I think that's, similar where it's like hey if you if you don't feel like praying you don't have to pray you know there's yeah. no obligation to pray and fake and and have to fake it like that that that's not how the relationship with with God is supposed to be you, you can say hey I don't want to pray I think that's yeah. right I just think yeah. that there's a lot of there's a lot of social unspoken social pressure that we would all feel yeah. I, I don't remember ever saying no when someone asked me to do that and it's, there's a huge difference between I don't want to pray and I'm not right. I'm not in the right. Yeah, right. Because you do want to pray. Mental yeah, spot right now to pray. Well, and yeah. there's also these like just mechanical pieces of it too. Someone's yeah, be like, BSing. Right. Someone's like, hey, oh, we got to end the night. Scott, would you pray for us? <laughs> yeah. Like this is my segue to go. Like <laughs> yeah. we we got to stop. Close this. us in prayer. Right. So <laughs> so we're getting ready to land. So uh, Zach, will you lead us in? What are you consuming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, I mean, go ahead, but Zach. like that's. That there is that piece of it too. Yeah, you don't want to well, get cynical about prayer, and because if you continue to do that, you lead yourself down a path where, like, uh, Lord, just thank you for these people, and you know, the, just the the time together, and uh, you know, just bless the families, and uh, in Jesus' name, Amen. Well, Checking a box, and that yeah, that is that is the weird part. Like you alluded to it a little bit, in which prayer can and should be a very a very personal interaction between you and God and and it and maybe we don't have great examples of what that's really supposed to look like or how that works well in groups I have yeah. a lot of bad examples I've experienced a lot of bad examples and, and like I'm a, not good at it either like I've I've got to work on like, it's on interesting that, too. that yeah the mini speech is the thing that happens yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah it's always yeah. the mini speech is just like who are, who are you talking to <laughs> and God will you just help Zach not be such a shitty Christian. Will you just? Will you help him? Just, just God, we just come him. before you. I'm just, just being authentic about Zach. God, just help Jeff pray for his Del Taco, please. God, will you just help him? Just, just help him. Just keep the cheese just, totally melted. Just remind him. Uh, just hot God, off. God, just yeah. remind. Oh yeah, and God, just, just like I prayed for hours last night, I hope that you bless everyone with that gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the humble brag prayer <laughs> in the middle. Of- <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that. As the time that we spent for hours together. <laughs> Scott just ditched his headphones unintentionally. Off of it's a head. prayer in a box. <sighs> nice, Jeff. Yeah, I don't think, I can't think of one, as we get to what are we consuming, I can't think of one time, I'm not saying that's the case, but that Jesus, outside of his close interaction with, with disciples, was like doing a prayer in public. In fact, he told people to not... Never. Don't pray in public. Go into your oh, yeah. closet. Go in your closet. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we got here? What do we got here, Andy? What's going on in my ear hole? I don't know. I'm just playing music. <laughs> I'm just DJing. Laying a bed of music. Yeah. Now, to be fair, that was because he was specifically pointing out the Pharisees who like to pray out and for people can see them. Right. Maybe they were giving the speeches. Yes. That's why. Maybe there's yes. a little more Pharisees That's out there. Different. Than- it's different, though, than people gathering together. Everyone's gathering together. Because they're Christians and they're there for a specific, like they're there right. already in one mind. It's a good example of yeah. of read read the Bible as like wisdom literature. Not saying things didn't actually happen, but 
if you're looking at that statement to pray in your closet to literally only pray in a closet, right? You're missing the point. Jesus ah, is making a bigger point. Two uh, times Edific- I agree with edification of the body. Something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I do think that most prayers in church are versions of Jesus saying, "Nah, don't do that. Just knock that off." Yeah. Potentially, yeah. It'd be cool for more churches to be very obvious and specific about what's special about getting together on a Sunday morning, like why this is special and different, and why why it's important. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not just the donuts <laughs> and the amazing worship. Uh, well, you know, I'll speak for yours. I anyway, am, I am speaking. No, for, actually, I am we, speaking for ourselves. Um, yeah. We just lost someone, and oh, no. our worship team is leaving, going to New Jersey for a new job. So, but they're I, still alive. They're still alive. Yeah, we didn't lose them. They're all right. Okay. Yeah, the they they lost their their left hand, but they're all right. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well, let's get to what are you consuming. It's worth noting the world is in turmoil. There's so many things going on. Mass shootings oh. everywhere, fires and yeah. whatnot. And we're not ignoring that, but. We're going to leave it to better podcasts to solve those problems, yep. but we are aware and we lament for um, the people involved. But with that said, what are you guys consuming? I do have something, but I need to switch the cord to my phone, Andy. Oh, okay. Point. We can do that. Yeah. Well, I just say that Laguna Woods church shooting, that's, that's only uh, four miles, Is five miles from here. Us. Laguna yeah. Gale fire, only a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where million dollar coastal, mansions burn. Coastal fire. Uh, Multi million dollar mansions. Yeah. Like 20 of Add them burn. zero on there. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to say, and Tesla's breaking down, you know, left and right. Is that what you're consuming? <laughs> Let's do that. What are well, you I'll tell you what I'm consuming. I'm consuming Ubers. I'm consuming. And you're paying for gas again? And I'm pos- yeah, I'm no. paying for fuel, and it's driving me crazy. Like a peasant. I'm, I feel like I just <laughs> ordered a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, gosh, I feel like I just ordered a uh, like 2022 Y uh, Tesla, and I'm waiting for my order to come through. Literally, I've had a uh, so my Tesla somehow you know the high voltage battery went bad after 71,000 miles. And listen carefully, one percenter listeners. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know, those are listeners. Time to tune in. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I now have to pay for gas and get Ubers. Oh, like uh, a poor person. <laughs> Tesla gave me only 4,000 Uber credits and uh, and then a rental car, but I got to pay for the gas. Can't wait till we go to Mexico and back on Uber together. <laughs> Jeff's like, are, do we you guys always feel this there. gross? Do you guys <laughs> always feel this gross? Because right now I feel dirty. Tesla, Tesla sent me a message today, and this is like the fourth message. They're like, hey, okay. Hey, uh, so we don't, we're on back order of the a high voltage battery. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's literally the high voltage battery. The thing that costs like tens of thousands of dollars. You're just like, yeah, we're just going to get it from Reno at our battery department. And, but we don't know when it's coming. I'm like, could I get a Tesla as a loner? They're like, oh yeah, we'll put you on the list. <laughs> well, they only recalled about one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I heard, I heard 50, about thousand cars? cars. Yeah, what? Maybe mine's one of them. Oh, like, one of the one hundred fifty thousand. There are no, there are no cars. Yeah, you They're go like, by a, a dealer, it's a boneyard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, there's yeah. used cars. There's I think they've only sold a total 000. of like 200,000 cars ever. So, who? Tesla. What? Yeah. Anyway, That's why he's diversifying into Twitter. They recall. They recall most of their. They, they recall like anyway, 75 percent of their cars. Anyway, I've been consuming Uber and I've been consuming Bridgerton oh. on Netflix. And uh, season one, that is a beautiful man. Love it. It's like that perfect future skin tone where everybody inter intermarries. So oh, eventually, everyone is perfectly tan. Like have you pewter? seen it? He's like a have pewter man. Yeah. I know of what you speak. I've seen okay. some. Yeah, my wife, she's like they on didn't her phone. Have she, back then. They didn't she know. looks up. <laughs> she looks up, and these two are on their. Uh, they didn't honey- have them pewters. They, they're on their honeymoon, <laughs> and they're having they're having a, a honeymoon intercourse. And my wife looks up and she's like, what the hell? Or she didn't say what the hell. Can you imagine being on your honeymoon? And, well, is it time for our honeymoon <laughs> intercourse? Um, but my wife's looking up at the TV and she's like, what the F are you watching? I'm like, oh, you're watching without you're your like, wife. You're like, you said it. No, she you was right there you said on the her word. phone. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. The thing that you said, that's what it. I'm like, what? She's like, every time I look up and see what you're watching, I'm like, I feel good. Semi guilty, like what is going on? Like I'm watching a. Yeah, it's called porn. I even fast forwarded it through, and I'm like, I can't. Oh God, black butt. Oh God, there's a vagina. I think maybe not. Maybe a boob. What color know. was the vagina? He doesn't know the difference. Okay, there was no vagina. <laughs> it's either a butt or a boob. You know, you can't tell How these did days. You get four kids. Uh, but anyway, but I, you know, that's what I've been consuming, and I'm, I'm, I'm very engaged in the Bridgerton. I like. I like the time period, and I just like, like how that things black are. No, I just I just like the way it is. Like we have a standard; nobody's meeting the standard. They're all breaking it. Like we had these standards. All have sinned and fallen short. Exactly. God. Exactly. So people are like, oh, you do cool. it like your old school. I'm like, no. If you go back to any old school, it was still the same. Everybody was screwing it up and just saying, we're going to be at this level, but the, at this expectation. Expectation, but you're going to miss it every time. So, Bridgerton. Okay, wow. Based on a- historical events. Yes. Scooter, you got something for us? Yes. Bridgerton's based on you know, all the people that had sex, Downton Abbey. sex a before. Book. <laughs> yeah. Based on Pride and Prejudice. There's yeah. even a little wokeness in there, something like, oh, this is bull crap. Yeah, that never happened. Whoa. Yeah, ain't nobody been walking the past. Uh, no, I've been, I've been, you know, just self emulate, self self emulating, self emulating. He's been lighting himself on fire. <laughs> self emulating, uh, self inflecting. Ooh, are you doing some Introspec- introspection? introspection? Ooh, that's my musical guest has been doing some intros- introspection as well. Here but comes keep going. Not Six. introspection. How are you doing? How are you? Uh, how are you? Weird. What are you consuming for Christ's sakes? That's kind of a weird way to say it. Um, Sorry. No. So of- okay. So I, there, there's a, on on the the uh, Amazons. There's a show called Outer Range. I, I thought that was pretty good, um, but they. They just ended the first season, so I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, isn't that like a, a westerny, but there's yeah. time travel or something? Yeah, well, it's it's yeah modern, but they're in Mon- Montana, so they're like, you know, they wear cowboy hats. But it's uh, it's what's his butt from uh, No Country for Old Men? Is it Brolin? Brolin, yeah. James I've heard Bro- that's James great. Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh 
James Josh, you know. James Jim. Brolin is in this uh, Life in Pieces sitcom, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I, I can't wait for a season two to come out. Yeah. Awesome. What's it called again? Yellowstone? Uh, open. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. heard Montana and he's like, Yellowstone. And, and he was DJing. I, I think Yellowstone's in Wyoming. Outer Range. Um, but Outer Range, yeah. Uh, on Amazon. You're laughing, but they're connected. So part I th- I like think, Northern Yellowstone is in Montana. No, I think those two series are connected. Oh, really? I you know I can. I know there's 1883. That is the prequel to Yellowstone. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But it could be interesting if there's a little crossover be, there because too. Open Range know. has some sci-fi. I've watched none of them. To it. Yeah, it's like, not, like a it's not related. You failed, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I'm also DJing. All right, what All right. Do you got Andy. This is a song that I've been working on. A little bit because uh, Zach teased it out of me. I was doing little writing sessions recently, so I'm going to try to finish this one eventually and make it a, an actual song. Um, and other than that, dude, I did think it. I've never heard this before. I knew it existed, but as it was underneath before you turned it up, I'm like, oh, he's playing Dave Bazan. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Which is good. It's it's not a diss. I'll, no, I, I'll take that. I was in the mood. Yeah, that was what I was doing. It's not a copy. Inspired it's, by. It's in the vein. It's in Dave Bazan's big vein. <laughs> I love that. That sounds great. And yeah. it almost sounds finished. It's getting there. What are you thinking about? You got more? Uh, there's vocals that need to be fixed. Okay. Finished. Well, if you need any falsetto harmonies, I got I need, Yeah, I need to finish some, some of those. So this was a... Uh, I put... I, my inspiration comes early in the morning. I'll wake up, and if there's if ever, it's great if everyone else is asleep and the sheets are still dry. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't spent my inspiration. <laughs> but I'll make coffee, and then I'll I'll cruise up here, and uh, yeah. So that's usually like a Saturday morning. There's no soccer. There's nothing else going on. I know exact. I I can picture you as you're coming up with this vibe and groove just marinating it like the the mentality where you're just like you're in it and it's yeah. almost like a worship experience there was a little bit yeah so if i can if i can do that it works it's helpful but i would like to finish this one um and and then the other stuff has just been work is actually becoming real work now so that's the other stuff i'm consuming all right Awesome. Cool. All right. Sound, I'm looking forward to it. That sounds good. And I feel like you should take that inspiration and uh, bust out like a four four song EP or something. EPs feel, feel nice. Le- way less pressure. Yeah. Like maybe three songs. Yeah. Or like a single with a, a song and a B-side. No one listens to albums anymore. No. They just listen to singles. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Doja Cat. I don't even really know what that is. I know. Her? Well, I'm single. No one listens to me, so I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about. That's good. You see what he did there? Yeah. Are we closing out? We might as well. I had I had a song. Oh yeah, you had a song. I no that. I just wanted to give good, it to you. No, it's a good moment. Good. I don't want to. I don't want to step on that. I, I have a song I didn't write. 
<laughs> you'll, you'll appreciate this part coming up. Yeah. Let's just let this play us out. At Rose Bibles Beer everywhere. Leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm slash pod. Scott's still single. If you're single, Scott at rosebottlesbeer.com. 